Hey everyone, it's Sadia and if you're listening to my voice, you've made it to the last immigrantly episode of the year. Wow. I know we had our official 4th anniversary in October, but today I can't help but think about it again. 4 years means that we are over 200 episodes into this fantastic journey of storytelling, identity and community. And honestly, I cannot thank all of you enough. Listener support constantly reaffirms the importance of a podcast like this that uplifts minority voices and experiences. Your kind words and your coming back to listen to my weekly conversations make my heart sing. Winters, for me, especially the end of the year, is a time for reflection and pause. Every review and listen, every follow that I see on Immigrantly, it is a strong affirmation of your trust in me. It's a gift. And how can I not reciprocate, right? So whether you celebrate a holiday or not, my gift today is a discussion about the holiday season. I plan to get a little controversial too, which is always fun. This is Holiday Hot Takes, an episode where we'll get into unpopular opinions about the holidays. I am joined by my scriptwriters Yudi Lu and Michaela Strater. So let's get started. Hello, Yudi and Michaela. How are you guys doing? I'm all right. Doing well. <laughs> you know, I am so excited. This is probably the first time all three of us are in this space having conversation and we are not doing a narration style episode, which is fun because we'll be talking to each other, right? Exactly. Trying new things right before the new year and see if it sticks. I'm sure we'll probably do this again come 2023. Absolutely. So, how's your holiday shopping going? It's not going so far. <laughs> didn't do it yet because I didn't want to have to worry about lugging it all back home from school. So, I'll have to get out in the next couple days and get that done. <laughs> What about you, Yudi? First off, I just love the grimace on your face, Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> you seemed a little panicked, but everything will work out and it's the thought that counts. Let's not forget. As for my holiday shopping, I completed parts of it yesterday and I think this year I'm on this trend of finding obscure olive oils to gift just oh. because olive oils are so ubiquitous and <laughs> also utilitarian. Yet there are so many flavors with olive oils out there that you can find at food markets, curated shops, and that's just the path that I'm going down. I like that idea. I use olive oil from my cooking and I think it's the best oil out there. So Yudi, I'm sure you'll make quite a few people happy with your olive oil gifts. I hope so. So guys, today we are talking about holiday hot takes, not holiday gifts. I wish we could talk about that too, but maybe next time. What are your thoughts? Do you think this is a controversial topic? 
I don't know if I have any contentious hot takes with regards to the holidays. I'm someone who enjoys all the lights, the holiday decor, and the festivities. But maybe one of my hot takes, which I can just throw out now, is some of the movies that people gravitate towards, like Love Actually, <laughs> I am not about it. I am not a fan of Love Actually. Really sorry to the fans of that movie. I think there's just too many plots going on in this one movie for me to follow and enjoy. So that that's my hot take. I'm just going to put it out there. That's Yudi's holiday hot take. Michaela, what about you? <laughs> Yeah. Originally, I was thinking that some of mine may not even be hot takes. They just may be me getting older. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Michaela, you're 20. Don't say that. (laughs) If you say that, then I feel ancient. Well, that's what's funny about it. Like one of mine was just that Christmas is only fun if you're a kid or if you have kids. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like it doesn't have the same energy as it used to. Now I just want to like come home and chill for a month before school. (laughs) That's not bad. I mean, you don't enjoy Christmas as much and that's that's all right. I think that's fine. To each their own. Exactly. So if listeners, you follow us on Instagram, you may recall our post asking all of you to send your holiday hot takes and a couple of you responded, which is wonderful. And we want to share a few of your holiday hot takes and then We'll talk about them. We'll discuss them. So first holiday hot take from Maya and Angela from Niche Ties podcast. A huge shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for sending your holiday hot takes. So they have three. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, the first one. There should be things to do on major holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving for people who don't participate. It's like the whole USA shuts down. I agree 100%. I don't celebrate Christmas. So I tend to, you know, keep low key during Christmas. And I think there should be more stuff for people like me. I do feel left out during Christmas. But what are your thoughts? The world definitely does shut down. But at the same time, so many people do celebrate holidays that if things open up, you need people to work those things and like attend to them. I don't know. I Since I do celebrate, I feel like I like that everything kind of shuts down <laughs> so that I don't have to worry about other things. <laughs> yeah. So I celebrate Christmas having grown up in a non-denominational Christian household. So that was always a pivotal mark in the calendar in the year of, all right, you go to Christmas Eve service. I was like part of the little play with baby Jesus and whatnot. (laughs) And I can see how someone who does not have those customs around this holiday feeling left out. But I have noticed this trend, at least just by pure observation where stores are now open later and not everything shuts down. Maybe that's just because I'm in a city and not like the suburbs, but I think having places still open and of course, like your Chinese restaurant, the classic cliche of the Jewish family going to get Chinese food on Christmas. I mean, having those conveniences more open probably helps the situation, but uh, I can totally see where you're coming from, Sadia. Yeah, I mean... Chinese food, not just Jewish, Yuri, Muslim families do too. 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of tricky. I do enjoy that America slows down because America doesn't do that rest of the year. But at the same time, I wish this slowing down could be carried on to other holidays that people celebrate throughout the year, maybe in spring, summer, when other religious holidays happen or cultural holidays happen. And maybe we could just, you know, spread it out a bit, but it doesn't happen. And I still like December and I still like the festivities. So the next one is I want to do holiday activities that don't center on food. I will go first. I don't agree with this. Food is... I love food. Yeah, I mean, food is such an integral part of me and my culture. I could not separate festivities and happiness from food. So bring it on. I want more food in every (laughs) single thing. Michaela, do you have a favorite dish that reminds you of the holiday season? (sighs) Maybe this is another hot take, but in a way, I'm getting a little sick of holiday food. I am. It comes heavy in the South. Foods can be very like Thanksgiving and Christmas. They tend to be very similar. What's an example? Like macaroni and cheese, really heavy dish. All that cheese. It is heavy. Yeah. It's a lot. And I don't know if anybody has heard of or has seen chitlins. Chitlins are pig intestines. You clean them, of course, <laughs> but you cook them. <laughs> just want to get that out there. I'm not just like eating a shape and pig, but, but that's another pretty heavy dish. That's usually a lot to do, a lot to cook, a lot, uh, hard to find. Like, I don't know, things get hard around the season, but my dad makes a good bread pudding and oh, I'm here for bread pudding. I like bread pudding. Yeah, it's so good. That's one of my favorite desserts though. So that was by definition a great hot take because all of us are in disagreement with that statement, right? Yeah. So what do you guys think? Any final words on food? Yay, nay? Definitely yay. It's the gel that binds. Mm. I think it really is the conduit for conversation, for gatherings, for enjoyment. I agree. That's true. I agree. So the third holiday hot take is you can't divorce Thanksgiving from genocide or Christmas from religion. And I absolutely agree with that. The question is, what does that mean moving forward? What does that mean for people who celebrate these holidays? I would say I disagree, though. You do? I don't know. I do. I, and maybe it's like, again, I, I'm not an immigrant. And maybe that's part of it. It's just that this has always been part of my celebrations. And in my family, we've always been hyper aware of the fact that Thanksgiving has this other half. I mean, we also watch Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, but I never believed that as a kid. I don't know. I feel like it wasn't emphasized that this is pilgrims. It was always more about family. And I feel like it's okay to change the meaning of it for you specifically in that situation. And Christmas in a way too, doesn't have a really big Christian vibe, I guess, in my household. So I don't know. Yudi, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I would say the ties between Thanksgiving and genocide feel way more salient than the ties between Christmas and Mm. religion, just because I have friends and I know of many people who celebrate Christmas who do not identify as Christian or religious for that matter. And 
yes, there is this undertone of religiosity or maybe the story of baby Jesus in the Bible, but I think it has evolved to be more about family coming together, partaking in just the act of gift giving and gratitude and rest, right? At the end of the year is when things wind down and you just spend that time enjoying the company of each other. So I see where the hot take is coming from, but at least my perception of it falls sort of in between the two. You know, it's interesting both of you say that because for me, Christmas has such apparent religious undertones. That may just be me. And ever since I moved to the US, I felt like that was a religious holiday and I could just simply separate that as one. In terms of Thanksgiving, I've learned to understand and recognize the brutal history of genocide. And I feel like I am more comfortable celebrating Thanksgiving and also creating space for having conversations around what actually happened. But as far as Christmas is concerned, I really enjoy seeing other people celebrate it. But for me, what I have done is I've taken some elements of Christmas and used them during Eid. So before I came to the US, we used to get money. Like every Eid, we would give kids money or we would get money as a gift. And now during Eid, we switched that with actual gifts. So it mimics Christmas in a way, Mm -hmm. which is fun. So we've created this hybrid Eid, which picks elements from Christmas. But Mm -hmm. overall, Christmas is still a religious holiday for me. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And we have another holiday hot take from Dr. Varuna Srinivasan. So she was a guest on our podcast and her episode, oh my gosh, I loved having the conversation that I had with her. Her episode is called, What is Sexuality Anyways? So if you guys haven't listened to it, please check it out. Hers is an interesting one. Pumpkin spice sucks. (laughs) Okay. Guys, what do you think? I am in full agreement. I am not a pumpkin spice latte person. I think it tastes like chemicals in a cup. (laughs) I love pumpkin flavors like pumpkin loaf, but something about pumpkin spice, at least my association with the Starbucks latte has ruined those two words for me. I'm more like a peppermint mocha. Ah. Have you tried any other pumpkin spice other than Starbucks? Duncan, similarly, was underwhelmed. So I'm I'm with Dr. (laughs) Varuna. I actually like pumpkin spice. I really do. And I'm craving it as we speak. So I may just get it right after this interview. (laughs) What do you think, Michaela? I don't usually get it. Like I have other options that I would prefer before that. But there's a good coffee shop that I go to and they have pumpkin spice. And that tastes like pumpkin spice for real. I don't like other pumpkins. I don't... Pumpkin loaf. Sorry. I like pumpkin loaf though. And even pumpkin pie. No pumpkin pie. No. (gasps) No. That's so... I love, love, love pumpkin pie. I'm with you, Sadia. But I like your hot take. This really is a hot take. I'm sure there are a mm. lot of listeners out there who are cringing and who are like, no, 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 no. Pumpkin spice <laughs> is great. Probably. Probably. <laughs> 
So, Michaela, you had a few hot takes that you wanted to share with us. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> some of these are mine and then some of them are ones that I just found. But I can start with my personal ones. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the one that I want to say first is that New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day is sad to me. And so is the song Auld Lang Syne. I don't know why it's always been sad, mm. but what are y'all's thoughts? I agree. You're not the first to say that. I agree. Okay. Because New Year Eve is more like that introspective moment where I think about time lost, things that I could have done, I didn't do, right. years passing. And as I'm getting older, I feel like every New Year brings more pause and introspection, more reflection mm-hmm. than celebration because I'm like, oh, one more year just goes by and what did I do and how did I spend it? How much time did I spend with my family and friends? So I hear you, Michaela. I don't think I am as excited as 20 years ago. It has something to do with age as well, at least in my case. Yuri, what do you think? I have friends who share that sentiment. One friend in particular recently just blurted, New Year's Eve and New Year's is the worst holiday there is. And we were all in an Uber and silent. And then everyone chimed in in agreement. So I think there is a double-edged sword view of New Year's where it is a fresh chapter of your life and a new opportunity to try novel things, set goals. But like you said, Sadia, it is a cause for introspection, for the quote-unquote what-ifs or missed opportunities. And that takes a lot of pressure or it puts a lot of pressure on us for something that we can't actually control. And so I've been trying to reorient myself around this concept of New Year's and that it's just another day, like another rotation of the earth rather than some flip of the switch to a new calendar year. It's just another day that passes. I really like that approach. And that's what I've been thinking about lately as well. It's just another day. Yeah, I have such a big family that I feel like it always feels like a celebration like champagne and the uh, what is it Dick Clark New Year's Rockin' Eve oh, yeah. all mm-hmm. that so I don't know bittersweet <laughs> okay so one of my next ones is that a lot of people think and maybe this goes hand in hand with Christmas and the religious aspect but again from my personal experience a lot of people think that Christmas or holiday music is annoying but it's my favorite part of the season now do you have a favorite song there's one that Morehouse College in Atlanta does and it's called Bethlehemu and it's Bethlehem and so in that sense there is a religious connotation but it is also just a good song yeah but that's probably become one of my favorites okay I'll listen to it after this you should listen to holiday music as much and this may again go back to how I approach this holiday but I think at least songs a lot of them do have religious connotation right? That's true. Yeah. 
I personally enjoy the jazz renditions of a lot of the classic holiday pieces, mm-hmm. partly because I like to play it when I'm doing work. And if there's any lyrics in music that I'm listening to simultaneously while doing work, I just can't seem to get anything done. So lyrics distract me, whereas background music seems to help me. 100%. But like, what about Christmas and Christmas music? Because even if you don't celebrate the holiday, I feel like we've all been in a grocery store and it's playing it (laughs) this time of year do you tune it out or do you no i pop along you know a lot of holiday hot takes there so we'll see a lot a lot of spicy ones Sadia, you need to share one from your list, just a personal one. I think I've been giving some personal holiday hot takes during this conversation as we speak, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They are woven into our conversation. But I did something fun. And I was telling you, Yudi and Michaela about this right before we started recording the interview. I am obsessed with chat GPT. So those of you who don't know this, it's a chatbot. It writes essays for you, poems, answers your questions, and it's a fun space to be in. And I thought, why not ask Chat GPT to help me suggest a few holiday hot takes? Now, I'll preface it with it chastised me for asking for holiday hot takes because it was like, oh, they are just opinions and you should be mindful of other people's perspectives and be respectful. And I was like, oh, my God, oh my gosh. this is the sci-fi world we live in now. Right. Crazy. So I was like, I'm sorry. So here are the three that it generated. Again, these are just very basic. Christmas is too commercialized and has lost its meaning. That's the first one. Thanksgiving is a celebration of colonialism and should be abolished. New Year's Eve is overrated and a waste of time and money. This is a woke chat, GBT. It is. Right. (laughs) Wow. I wonder who programmed them. (laughs) Just because, yeah, these are not hot takes. These are more just shared sentiments and clearly they know the audience. (laughs) I know. Although I do agree with almost all of them. Yeah, me too. Abolished? I mean, yeah, that's going too far. I think Thanksgiving should not be abolished because that's one holiday that helps me connect with America and American culture. And I feel part of American society just celebrating that. But I think it needs to be tweaked, though. I think we need to have more conversations around its racial history and history of genocide. And I think that's something that we don't do as often, Mm -hmm. but not abolished. So Yudi, do you have any holiday hot takes that you want to share with us? Other than the Love Actually one, I did not prepare any others explicitly. Yeah, I would say that's the one that just comes to mind because every time I suggest we watch a holiday movie, we meaning friends, family, whatnot, Mm. Love Actually gets brought up and I like try to put on a poker face and divert the conversation in Mm. in a different direction. But I'll watch it. It just, I don't get the hype around it. I've never actually seen it. Uh, You don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my question, Yudi. If you told your friends that I just think this movie is just pathetic and I don't want to watch it and it's so boring. Yeah. What do you think would happen? I have told them that. Oh, you have? They're like, why? Of course, like our natural reaction is always to ask the three letter word. Why? Um, And for me, it's hard to put into words why. 
but I remember not being engaged or necessarily drawn to the storyline. And so that is my measurement of a good movie. Or if I'm distracted easily, that that's another signal that, you know, maybe this movie isn't meant for me. Yeah, I like that. It's interesting you said that they ask you why, because, and you and I have talked about this, Yudi, when we work on scripts and when we have our long discussions, why do we pathologize human behavior all the time? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be for no reason. You could hate or dislike mm-hmm. or not be drawn to something just because you're human and you have different emotions and you yeah. react to things differently. It seems like sometimes we try to over pathologize or justify or dissect and interrogate things that humans do, mm-hmm. especially in the context of their emotions. So that's another holiday hot take, not holiday hot take, but just a hot take. Yeah, you're right. I am that person who asks why. <laughs> I am. Um, my favorite movie is Titanic, and I get a lot of. Oh, lot of I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they ask me why. I ask them why not. Like it's a that's lot. a great response. Yeah, I like it's. A, it's a bit sassy, and it throws yeah. it back on them. Yeah, why not? Exactly, it's good. Mm-hmm. I've used that why not line with a few people on certain things. I'm like, why not? And it makes the other person go, oh, what just happened? (laughs) They don't have a response then. (laughs) But this was so much fun. We covered a lot of holiday hot takes, right? We did. We did. Yeah. So if listeners, you have more to share, you can just share with us on social media once this episode releases and tell us what do you think about our holiday hot takes. It was so much fun to do this with both Yidi and Michaela. I had a lot of fun and maybe we'll do something like this in spring, early next year. Why not, right? Yeah. Why not? I of think course. that's our motto. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all, folks. Can I say that I can't believe 2022 is already over? Since COVID, the past few years have gone by so fast. Do you know that phrase, time flies when you're having fun? Well, I've learned that time also flies after a pandemic. So the Immigrantly team will take a short break for New Year's and we'll be back by January 10th with some new content for you as always. But... If you want something to listen to on Tuesday, January 3rd, we'll be sharing a feed drop from our friends at Before Me Podcast. We share their content and they share ours on the same day. Isn't that amazing? We are so excited to be collaborating with Before Me for a particular feed drop. So make sure to give both episodes a listen. This episode was produced by me, Sadia Khan. Editorial review done by Yudi Liu and Michaela Strother. Our editor is Hazik Ahmed Farid. Happy New Year and hope to see you in 2023.